Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we produce this podcast, the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. What's up? It's Jamie here. Welcome to What A Great Punk. We have our friend Neil Sharma on the pod today. Neil recently directed Heartbreak High. Cannot wait to chat to him about it. Um, In other news, if you're listening for the first time, we're a band. We're called These New South Wales. Uh, We have a podcast and a Comedy Central mockumentary series, which is on YouTube if you want to check that out. Just search These New South Wales. But uh, I reckon let's just get into the fucking app, shall we? Let's go. You got that catchy smile Stop a while Come back with that catchy smile Come back, baby, we'll fly away Come back, we'll just fly away Together, baby, but Don't Neil. Oh, jinx. Hey! Dude, so sorry we kept you waiting. Yeah, that's that's bullshit. Don't even try to apologize. We've, How are we've, you, friends? We've actually never kept anyone waiting like that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm honored. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time it feels real bad, so very sorry about that. No, honestly, don't feel bad at all. I've done nothing all day but watch TV and chill the fuck out at home. So, that yeah, how are awesome. you guys? What have you been watching? Uh, what have I been watching? A whole bunch of stuff. But Daria, I was just smashing Daria and I texted you before, Todd. Mm. But that's like my comfort watch. Hang on, is Daria... Oh, no, sorry, I'm getting mixed up with something else. I remember a um, character in Home and Away called Daria in like the 90s. And her dad always used to say, um, Daria, you're going through a phase. <laughs> he had like a bit of a lisp. Daria, oh, you're going through a phase. I don't remember that. I don't know if I've ever watched an actual episode of Home and Away. Really? I feel like that's 100%. Are you of Home and Away. Not even, yeah. I feel like I've watched bits of it. I could not tell you dude. a single thing about that show, which dude. is probably terrible of me. It's probably oh, like Australian dude. vernacular. You're not missing out on anything, though. <laughs> <laughs> Except for your Daria reference. Yeah. Also yeah. from the 90s. Yeah. What, oh. Oh, the, oh, Daria. Yeah, so what is yeah, the cartoon, cartoon Daria? Did you ever watch that? No. No, I don't, I, no, oh. I don't even know what it is. I, like, I, I know that it exists, but All I don't right. know what it is. I'm going to guess. You love it. Because I've seen bits and pieces, but I don't really either. But what I think it is is about this uh, high school kid called Daria. and <laughs> um, She's going through a phase. <laughs> She's going through a phase. <laughs> with a lisp. Every with week, with yeah. a lisp. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's kind of like uh, introverted. And yeah. um, is she cooler in there? As anyone who's going through a phase is, man. Yeah. <laughs> she's cool as fuck. It was actually a spinoff from Beavis and Butthead. So she really? was like the nerdy classmate of Beavis and Butthead. And then she got her own spinoff. Really? Oh, shit. I didn't know you that. guys would love it. I'm so surprised you've not seen mm. or watched it. But Roller it's, coaster uh, it's of love. Great. Yeah, yeah, Beavis yeah. and Butthead. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. We're talking about the same Beavis and the same Butthead? The exact, the one and only, the (laughs) two and only. But no, you guys would love it. It's exactly what you said. She was super antisocial and like Mm. real um, acerbic and just had this real cool outlook on life. But was like the geeky, nerdy girl, but fucking cool. 
Yeah. It's so do, up do you right. relate to Daria in some way? Like, is that why the show is like, <laughs> is that why it appeals to people? Is it like, oh, yeah, I, I really so. agree with this character. Well, mm. it's funny because I remember watching, you know, like you'd come home from school and it felt like one of those, um, one of those shows that was on at like four o'clock. So it was right for that market of like high school kids coming home, but it used to come with a warning about antisocial behavior. Right. And I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Because in hindsight, <laughs> she was like, she's the the prototype of what kids seem to be today. Yeah, right. So she was just ahead of her time. Yeah. But that's what I've been watching. And so, cool. what, so what's, what's her vibe then? Is she just like off it? Yeah, she just has a real sarcastic kind of look at the world and it's her and her friend Jane kind of traversing high school. But, you know, it's like very American, all the different jocks and cheerleaders and different mm. cliques of high school kids and just right, they all kind of it. suck. Yeah, they all suck in their own little <laughs> ways, except the only two people that don't suck are her and Jane. Cool. That sounds like a mad story. Yeah, man. I'm so excited to be on your pod. This is a highlight of my, my day and my career. That's oh, that's so I, cool, yeah. Neil. Have you been listening to it for a bit? Massively. This is, no, think- Neil's been on the pod before. Yeah, uh-huh. this is the second time, really. You called, call you called in on a on I a special call in episode. Yeah, mm. back in the um, the COVID days. Yeah, that was early pod as well, like maybe first ten eps or something. Definitely, I feel like I've been there since day dot. But it's it's funny because I was thinking today, like it's been a minute since I've I've heard a few eps just because I've been so busy and mm. you know haven't had a chance and all my references and kind of throwbacks are going to be from you guys a year ago. Oh, that's mad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. It's going to be like a, a time capsule of the What a Great Punks uh, podcast. Yeah, the I've fucking law goes back, effects. doesn't it? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you talking about smashing yogurt. Oh, yeah. yeah, I love a fucking, used to love a kilo of yogurt I did. Still on yogurt, oh, Jamie? <laughs> I'm still on yogurts, yeah. I'm, I've got like my new favourite yogurt is the, um, it's vanilla bean flavoured. And it's by it's it's a it's this little corner shop in South Yarra, so it's a real posh one. It's like a Yaramba, Yaramba oh, vanilla bean, yeah, hundred percent. It probably cost me like eight bucks a tub for like five hundred grams, but and it lasts like twenty four hours easily. Mm. Oh, oh no, God. I've stretched it out to seventy two these days. Actually, <laughs> your gut health yeah. would be through the fucking roof, don't you reckon? You would think you so. Get- do you get sick much? Well, I've just come back from the bum doctor, would you believe? Like, oh. So I've, I've literally just gone to a bum specialist and paid 250 bucks to have my ass splayed apart for about eight seconds. And he just gave me, the, he gave me the, um, the diagnosis and the prognosis within like 40 seconds after splaying my ass apart for eight seconds. <laughs> really? He was like, all right, let's go. This is what's, this is what's going to happen. Was that the problem? Yeah, too, you've, mate, you've been eating way too much yogurt. What are you on, Jana or Yaramba? Yaramba, Yaramba, yeah, that's it. What's that? If, okay. if you're What's on that? the, could I recommend the Jana just simply because it's pot set <laughs> and what you'll find is a thicker constitution from in the yogurt and the pot set yogurt. Just, and that's just going to come out the bowel a lot yeah. easier than this uh, Yaramba. story in here. Yeah. It was like, wow, this is the most cultured asshole I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, there's all sorts of. Beautiful life forms all over this thing. Oh, um, God. I hope you're all right. I hope it's not serious. Nah, I'm all right. I'm just prone to a hemorrhoid or two. Yeah, it's and old age, man. 
Is it? Nah, it's because when you were how younger. How dare you? <laughs> he got them when he was young too, Neil. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. I've been, I've, look, I've been getting them for a while, but it's it's just gotten, I guess, what you would call chronic recently where oh, shit. there's just been blood in the bowl for the last three months. Oh, dude, and it's that's like, not it's, good. It's not, It's but it's bright pink blood. Pink blood. Yeah, it's pink blood. Like my, I don't know if you know anyone with pink blood, but I've got pink blood. <laughs> is that, what does that mean about you? Because mine's like fucking, you know, Ron Burgundy coloured, Ron yeah. Burgundy suit, that deep yeah. rich red that's, wine. That's the colour that it is wow. inside, right? But when you, when you have a, um, when you have, this is the good news. When you have a, uh, an abrasion or a problem that's close to the surface, Mm. It's not, i.e., it's not internal bleeding. The the oh, blood is very cool. bright and pink. On and the so, oxygen. Um, yeah, it's exactly. It's like a. It's you can tell that it's superficial. Basically, it's not so coming from a good. deep place. Yes. So I, I haven't been too stressed about it. There's just I, been you, some like. I always thought you had pink blood because you were such a big uh, fan of Pink's music. <laughs> well, Please I do. Pink. Real fan. <laughs> I come, pink, yeah. I come from a long line of pink fans. Like my mother is a great fan she of pink. She likes pink. She loves pink. She went to see Pink in concert. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Did she see her multiple times? Everyone mm. that I knew that loved pink in that period <laughs> where she lived in Australia for like four years seemed yeah. to see her like, what are you doing? Oh, I've got tickets for pink again. Yeah. Like they'd go every three weeks. Well, pink will do like 30 stadium shows in New South Wales. Like yeah. something crazy like that. Yeah. Which Brisbane just, Entertainment Centre for six months. Like yeah. fucking Elvis, like Elvis on his deathbed at, in yeah. Vegas. Mm. But they were like Cirque du Soleil shows as well. She wasn't just singing. She, she was like. Pacing all over the shop. Oh, dude. She's going pink. nuts, pink. She's fucking flipping and cartwheeling and mm. she's blazing fires it. with the best of them. <laughs> Pink's, oh, has Pink put out any new music? Probably, I wouldn't have thought dude. so. Oh, no, dude, definitely. You reckon? It's, it's a constant flow from the Pink Factory. You reckon? Yeah, it's a constant flow. Which is exactly what your brontologist told you as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Neil. Hey. Yeah. Damn. I feel like she's kind of like, she's of that older world now. Like she, she wouldn't be a TikTok star. Yeah, and I feel like mo- that's the only way that. She's moving into like Celine Dion, Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Vibes where you don't put new music out, you just sing the same old shit every night. They get paid like yeah. nine million a show yeah, for exactly. I, I agree with you on all points except the bit about only putting out a song every. Like I reckon she's constant with the songs. It's constant. Pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't stop coming, and they don't really get any worse. <laughs> just the same shit. Yeah, they like yeah. got they they hit their like base level of um, badness about. Five or six years ago, and yeah, they just you kind of said, stuck you, there. They don't get any better, but no, they just haven't gotten yeah. any worse. Her, her first song, um, do you guys remember her first song? It was an R and B belter. No, it was R and B. It was like she was like um, in the same like pool of artists as like Aaliyah and cool like R and B artists to begin with. Really? Yeah, the first song was so so sick. I was a big fan of that. And I reckon oh, she was in her twenties when that came out. Yeah, right. Yeah, I gotta look that up. In my mind, yeah. she was always that little punk rocker, angry. Nah, chick. that that was yeah. a that was a change in image. That wow. was a that was a rebranding. I mean, well like done. as far as R and B artists go, she was like, uh, she did have a lot of punk aesthetic about her. To yeah, begin yeah, with. yeah, like she had the pink hair and shit, like short pink mm. hair. Mm. But like, um, it was still very R and B overall. 
Kind of like Robin. Remember Robin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Robin's, Robin's, a, Robin's a real classic. Robin's oh, very good. Robin's amazing. I still love her stuff. But like yeah. back in the day, back in the 90s, she was like one of those early kind of Swedish export R&B singers. She yeah. had this track. Uh, God, I can't remember it. But I didn't realize it was her until somebody kind of sent me a link to it and was like, this is Robin. Yeah. Like, Holy oh. fuck, I remember this song from when I was like seven years old. So yeah, it Robin goes off. did a pivot as well. Yeah, man. But well, she like she not so much ham. the pivot. She was just in that like, I don't know, what's the space? It's just so good. Just that 90s kind of, early yeah. 90s R&B world. Yeah, everyone was doing it. <laughs> oh, it was, R- it was R&B back then as well for Robin? Yeah, she was R&B and then she kind of went all mm. pop and electro. Like I think True. she must okay. have shunned a label or whatever and done her own thing. Right. Yeah. But um, hey, are you just pushing too hard? What's with the hemorrhoids? Um, I, I think it's like somewhat uh, like a um, what like uh, just a like a, a, in, a inborn uh, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It kind of comes with some people. He's like, oh, people's blood vessels oh. are different, and they have different reactions to different. Jamie, things. that makes me sad, but I'm glad it's superficial. Look, it it it's somewhat superficial. They might come back. That's what he said. Mm. And what guess doing, what? Man? He said no, no work for a week after that. I've got because I'm going to have an operation. That's the oh, okay. yeah, I'm having an operation, wow. and so Crazy. I get a week That's off a work, which means no pods because I can't sit down for too long. Yeah. Oh god. So yeah. Todd will be taking over the pod for a while. It also means no songwriting because I can't sit down for too long. Mm. Yeah. Right. Shit. Um, yeah. It also means like probably not too much Mario Kart because I can't sit down for too long. <laughs> Feels like your whole life kind of <laughs> evaporated. Really. Yeah. yeah. You can't sit down for too long. Yeah. You can lie down though, up for a week. Yeah. You so can you do pod to... lying down. That's a good call. Fuck Neil. you, Neil. <laughs> you you should pod lying down. How dare you just fucking dog me in front of the boss like that? <laughs> so are you the boss who runs this ship? Um, we're equal. We're co-bosses on this project. We're full um, co-bosses on this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Co- I'm, I'm equal roles. to Todd. I'm yeah, equal bosses, Todd. <laughs> I mean, I um, process the Patreon payouts, so in some respects, I will control, <laughs> control Jamie's finances. <laughs> Please, Governor, yeah. can I get an advance? Can I get paid now? <laughs> I'm just going to pay some bills. I promise I'll get it back to you. <laughs> oh, you're just going through a phase, Jamie. That's all it is, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, like Daria. Mm. Um, Neil... Congrats on Heartbreak High, brother. It's mm. so fucking mad, dude. Uh, well done. Brother Bear, thank you so much. Well done. It's so fun. Thank you. I remember you sent me a message when I kind of announced I, I got it and it was very sweet of you and I was very, uh, very touched. So thank you, man. It's, it's good to be on the other end. And mm. it's weird. You make something, you don't really know how it's going to get received and you hope for the best. And when we were making it, you know, it felt cool. It was like a little room in deviance, cracking jokes and doing mm, shit. Yeah. So now that it's out, it's, yeah, it's bonkers. Did not it's, expect this. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's it. You know, it's like such an iconic um, like brand to be associated with. <clears throat> so mm. even getting asked in the first place, um, must have been quite a like. It's you know, it's like one thing to get asked to do neighbors or something. That's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> and it's one thing to get asked to do some like unproven or uh, you know thing that is new. Mm. thing as well which is also really cool in its own rights mm. but, totally. to get, but to get asked to do something with like a, 
a, a, a like a legend, a lot of lore, you know, mm. and the iconography of it all. And something that was so part of like Australian culture and vernacular too. It was, uh, mm. you're right, it was awesome, but it was also just kind of daunting. Mm. And I didn't even know they were rebooting it. My agent kind of hit me up and was like, oh, hey, you've been asked to interview for this thing. Heartbreak High. I was like, holy shit, that was, that was Daria era. That was like part yeah. of that whole come home after school. And Did you watch it growing up? I was kind of too young. I knew yeah. of it. It was like the edgy cool show that like yeah. your older brother or sister used to watch. Um, but, you know, you knew of Drazik and you knew of... You did Drazik. Yeah. I reckon yeah. I watched a handful of episodes and I can still visualise... Was Drazik Callum Mulvey? Like fo- exactly, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. like Made the eyebrow was- ring cool for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> there would be people that don't know what we're talking about who aren't from Australia, I'd say. That's true. So oh, yeah, because all- we have a lot of international listeners. Like, massive international <laughs> Actually, audience. these days we're sort of blowing up across the entire... Big in Germany. The globe. <laughs> so I would say that like most yeah. of our listeners, like we'd have, wouldn't even speak English. They just uh. listen just to hear the voices. <laughs> I struggle with English at the best of times, man. So yeah. we should just put like real, a real strange thing. <laughs> yeah, real rhythmic. We should just change like the syntax of how we talk. And Yeah. Yeah. Should we, should we talk in harmonies as three of us? Yeah, we should like make some kind of universal language, man. Yeah, where we yeah. just like can Gregorian just speak chant to- our way through. This. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. Um, uh, um, you right. to, no, it was just like a teenage. What? What was it? It was. It was uh, kind of like our answer, Australia's answer to like Degrassi Junior High. Exactly. Um, yeah, and so you know, it was well, it was based off a play. And the, um, the central storyline was really about a, uh, a teacher and a student having an affair. That was kind of where it all kicked off from. And then from the play, it was a film. The film was successful. It became a TV show. And then the TV show ran for like, you know, 14 seasons or something. Wow. It became this You're real You're telling edgy. me there's, a, there's a, um, a film called Heartbreak High? It's called The Heartbreak Kid. And oh, it was um, oh. Claudia Carvin was the teacher. Oh, Alex Dimitriotis. Yeah, man. Oh, Alex Dimitriotis. Was the student, yeah. Oh, mad. That's sick. It's crazy. It has such history to this kind of show. And so, mm. yeah, it became a TV show, had its and run back in we're the talking 90s. rollerblades. We're talking eyebrow <laughs> rings. Uh, we're talking, uh, what About, else? Like, what? A yeah, lot of ecstasy? Like, was there any ecstasy in it? Uh, I, I know it touched on a lot of, like, especially for the 90s, like, you know, edgy taboo kind of topics. So, mm, yeah. you know, a show spawned from kids butt fucking play. teachers and stuff. A lot of butt play. <laughs> a lot of butt play. If we're talking was... 90s, butt play for sure. <laughs> Towards uh. the end, you know, Drazik was, he was into some shit. Mm. Um, but no, it was kind of like an edgier, you know, cooler show, which if you go back, all of you listeners out there, like check out the first episode of the OG season. Mm. and Which is also for, on Netflix, right? St- yeah, on Netflix as well. Yeah. So both of them are on there now. Yeah. But it'll give you a bit of a taste of what it was about. And it was cool. It was super multicultural, really yeah. ahead of its time for what it was. Yeah, which That's fucking I, mad. Yeah. And I think that was kind of, um, you know, a blessing and a curse because when we were redoing it, we knew – we had massive shoes and massive rollerblades to kind of fit. Mm, yeah. And so it was this thing of like <laughs> <laughs> wanting to do it properly, wanting to do our own thing, but also like, you know, keeping it up to date, you know, want to yeah. make a show for 50 year olds. <laughs> what were the kind of like topics um, on the, the original one that like culturally that they were sort of dealing with in that? It was a lot of racism. 
Right, okay. Let's be like you'll see it in the first kind of app. Yeah. Um, but, you know, teetered on drugs and... Relationships, kids, right? Relationships, identity, yeah. the, the yeah. same shit that all those kind of shows right. are. So mm. tonally it was, you know, all of those kind of things thematically. Which, but, which to me sounds kind of special because I didn't. I, I don't even re- think I realised there were shows like that in the 90s mm. at all. Yeah. I don't think there were many, to be yeah. honest. That's why it was such a Degrassi does kind of killer that kind show. Of stuff and, yeah. yeah. And like... I think it'll go even to like, I remember some episodes around like someone having like maybe an abusive parent and stuff like that and like kind of gets like quite deep into these people's like lives and sort of real no issues. No doubt. Yeah. Guys, can I be honest? I've seen like one episode of yeah, the original. Sure. Yeah, man. I've seen like five. Uh, no You're like a sitcom for admitting that. Ago. I love that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if Jazzik was in it. Yeah, I'm just reading he, the comments. Yeah, Drasic yeah. may or may not have been. <laughs> Drasic, for anyone that doesn't speak English, was um, the guy that... Hummer. Uh, he was the main Hummer. guy. <laughs> hum the color, like hum the vibe of, of uh, his character. Mm. <laughs> That's me. Oh, That's like, sick. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Oh, Drasic. Yeah. <laughs> he was the cool... He was the cool... Like, Drasic's the character mm. everyone knows mm-hmm. for the show. Cool guy. Yeah. Um, heartthrob. Sort of bad boy. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Eyebrow ring. He was the sex symbol. I went yeah, back okay. when I was interviewing for it. I did watch like the first season and there's so many younger Aussie actors that came out of it as well. Yeah. Um, he's probably the most famous and, you know, everyone keeps asking if he's going to come back in this and, and whatnot. But Well, I, I, you know, this just occurred to me today, but I actually worked with um, one of the, the main characters from On H2O. Oh shit! Um, Who was that? I think I think she might have been um, Drazik's uh, like love interest in the series. Lara, uh, is it Lara? Someone like I want to okay. say yes. Should I IMDb it? Yeah, I I feel like that would be helpful right now because I'm. This is terrible. Yeah, I'm unable to. I know exactly who you mean as well. Yeah, oh. she was really cool. She played a scientist in H two O who was um like an uh, uh, evil character. That's hilarious. Yeah. I love so much. Yeah, oh, Lara man. Cox. What up? Lara it's- Cox. Lara, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Lara Cox, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that you mentioned spaces. H2O. Well, you know, yeah. She and it was so cool because like the time we were in our late teens and she was in her late twenties or whatever, and we'd all seen her in Heartbreak High, and it was just this like really cool fucking <laughs> presence on set. Like everyone was a bit starstruck by her. She was like the OG actor. Yeah. yeah, she was OG. She was still fucking, still going. Yes. yes. That's her there, the blonde girl there. Todd's just oh, shared the screen. Do you, fashion. do you reckon what this up? guy here looks like a bit like Modi, Jamie? Yeah, Modi from Sydney. Yeah, Modi Grant. Shout outs. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I remember the faces from just watching it like 20 something years ago. This is the second it's week funny. in a row we've looked at photos on the pod and discussed photos. <laughs> like, we're going to have to, you're going to have yeah. to Google Heartbreak High. Oh, yeah. We didn't share them last time. Digital either. Spy. That's, the, yeah. that's where it is. Yeah. Yeah, true. And, um, it's funny how like the fashions almost come full circle to be similar uh, these days. So is that something you talked about? Oh, let's about talk or, about that, Neil. you were thinking. It really was. Like, 90s was so in and kind of still feels like it. And so our costume team had a fucking ball. But you know yeah. what's funny? It's a lot of the stuff that, I don't know, we're all of a similar kind of age, but it seemed to be a lot of the stuff that like my older sister was wearing. And I just mm. vividly remember her looking like the cast of, of Heartbreak High. Yeah. yeah, and like all the baggy clothes, and like, you know what pissed me off? I had, you know, like when the pop punk thing kicked back off in like the late 
2000s, early 2000s, and everyone was wearing dickies. And I had like, you know, everyone just had every fucking color of dickies that there mm. was. Yeah. And they were so expensive back then, too. They were like, can I know, guess that? To- I feel like you had a green pair. I was going to oh, say, fuck green. It. Yeah. did you? I was, you, yeah, okay. 100%. Can I, I think you had a navy, a navy pair too. I had a lot. Of, I don't think I had navy. <laughs> I had green pair. because of um, Mike <laughs> Dirt in the When I Come Around film clip, mm. who I fucking loved. Green Day bassist mm. in the When I Come Around film clip. Yeah, that was a hundred percent something I got the green dickies because of him. Oh, sick. But I ended up selling all my dickies, and now I fucking regret it because mm. they're cool again. Mm. Dude, some green dickies all, would be sick. I'm about it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Are you guys Dickies people? I, I got, got a pair Dickies. of Dickies. Yeah. yeah. I was a big Dickies guy back in the in the early 2000s for sure and um, got some recently. Well, a couple of years back. <laughs> nice. Shout out to mm. Dickies. I got mm. my first pair of Dickies in 2018 and but I admired them from afar for a while. Mm. And um and I finally like made the leap and got like a really <laughs> perfect um fitting pair of Dickies. Nice. And was really off put by how stiff they were for yeah, about a stiff, year. Yeah. And they lived in my closet unworn for about a year. All about that permanent crease. Mm. Yeah, except <laughs> I, I wore them to the Queen's funeral and that was it. Yeah, right. Did you yeah. to the Queen's funeral? Um, I'm they, were so, they were so starchy and crisp. Uh, no, nah, but I, I eventually washed them a bunch of times and they loosened up. And they're not my favorite pants, but I do like them. Mm. They're versatile cut. But yeah, that's kind of what the vibe was for Heartbreak. Just a lot of 90s clothes and yeah. nostalgic to a point, but, um, you know, like one of the actors had his own, Josh Houston had his own label we had clothes from and a lot of our friends' labels kind of threw us clothes. Mm. A lot of, um, we had a These New South Wales tea. She watched a few eps. Shout outs, what up? I made sure Brian one of our characters. <laughs> Jamie's been scared, scouring for it. Because I, reckon, oh, I missed him. I think maybe <laughs> maybe I was getting a glass of water. <laughs> leave it with me. I'll get back to you. But maybe at two. Yeah. Look for Bryn Spider. All right, sick. All right. He uh, kind of well, rocks. We, them, we trust you. <laughs> <laughs> but we uh, no man. I made a point of it. Yeah, yeah. And I had no. your music all over the side. This this pod is going to switch into a big appreciation. Mm. These New South Wales appreciation kind of pod. Not if I have anything to do with it. Yeah. That's so fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, dude, so I imagine that um, working on that set that you got pretty um, friendly with the actors. I feel like it would have been, and I could be totally wrong, and maybe you don't want to spill the beans, who knows. But I feel like it would have been a pretty tight-knit, like we're hanging out on the weekends kind of um, set. It was. I kept yeah. saying... It was very much like what our dear friend Jeffrey Walker seemed to describe the H2O days as. Yeah. Because he always speaks about that, that era as just being like this awesome, you know, hang out in the weekends. Everyone was cool. Everyone liked each other. There was no kind of egos and everyone knew they were doing something fun. And, yeah. you know, you're off living alone in Queensland or whatever. So it definitely had that vibe where all the cast really got along. A lot of them had worked together previously. We were all super excited. So we hung out as much as we could, but it was that shitty time of COVID as well. So we were proper bubbled. Oh, and like true. we couldn't hang out too much. And if we did, we have to like COVID test beforehand to go to a picnic at Centennial Park. And oh, like, true. Uh, okay. They were all up in a hotel together. But, Cooked. you know, as much as they were hanging out, we would try to hang out as well. But, you know, it was 
it was great vibes. It was definitely like a really fun, awesome shoot. Yeah. And you're right. Everyone kind of kicked it and got on really well, which hopefully translates into the show you see. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, COVID really fucked it for us. Mm. Were you were you like um <clears throat> freaking out while you were filming it? Was it like a, a nerve-wracking job? Hundred percent, because you know, I've I've worked in crew for however many years, like 15 years or however long. No, not that long. Let's say like 12 years. Um, and you know, you get COVID, you get replaced, that's fine. But when you're directing, it like has mm. adverse effects on the schedule and you know. Yeah, like sometimes you might just not be able to shoot a day because if you come into contact with people, all those people were close contacts, yeah, and it yeah. was diabolical. So that was every morning, that was, that was hot in like uh, yeah, last year. The whole yeah. like uh, oh shit, like yeah, it was the so hung out with someone who's just tested positive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so every morning it was like you know we'd get a call from the producer as I was driving to work, and they'd be like, "All right, well, this has gone down, and this person has it, and." We're not doing this scene. And mm. on top of that, it was like when the floods were happening. So there was like stupid amounts of rain, especially mm. towards the end of the show. Oh, my God. So it was a lot of pivoting, a lot of adapt mm. and overcome. Oh, but God, yeah. It's been crazy. Like, uh, it's been crazy. When I was shooting guys- H2O, it was just sunny every single day <laughs> and like 28 degrees. Yeah, you could go wherever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah, sneeze on whoever you wanted. Yeah. Like, yeah, God. It was was easy. Mm. Those days are done. And you guys know like how hard it is to shoot a TV show Mm. pre-COVID. Like it's fucking damn near impossible as it is. And then you add to that a little sprinkling of anything changing at any moment. The Panopticon. Yeah. (laughs) You guys heard about the the Panopticon? What's that? Yeah, I know that. You know that? Michelle, no, who was it? Uh, Michelle Foucault. Michelle someone. Yeah, that's right. Michelle Foucault Panopticon. Yeah. Yeah. I messaged you. I sent you an email about it today, Todd. Uh, just as I said, oh, if you're going to yeah. take a break today, scratch yes, your ass. And I didn't just get watch to scratch this. My yeah. ass, so there's yeah. a 15 minute little explainer of the Panopticon, which a friend in- introduced to me last night. It's um, that jail model, yeah, where like, yeah, there either is or isn't a guard in the tower, and so everyone just self polices. Yes. So okay, there's a there's need a, more info, guys. Okay. So there's about? a there's a circular a circular a uh, cylindrical jail. This is just a, a model, a diagram, say, right? Circular jail. And in the center of the circular jail stands a little prison guard, um, little prison built, like uh, a guard in a tower. building in a tower mm. with uh, the glass that you can't see through. What's that called? Tinted. Oh, two way glass. Kind two way glass, two-way, whatever. Yeah. 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 But so, it's all 360. Yes. Yeah. And so the, the prisoners never know if someone's actually in there watching them or not. And so the con- concept is, is that they will watch themselves. They will protect, they will guard themselves. And so this, as a philosophical idea, talks about, like, for example, I, the, the meme that got me to the Panopticon was a, a, a picture of the Panopticon with the, the, the guard tower in the center. And mm. um, Be Real was just written on the, <laughs> on the thing, right? So it's like what we're doing through signing forms and having social media and sending emails and inserting our details into a million different companies' websites is making ourselves completely visible and track by having an iPhone Mm. is making ourselves completely visible and trackable and inherently linked to a system. Therefore we know we're being monitored and watched at all times. And so we will guard ourselves, we'll behave. So it's like a, it's a form of power. 
Yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. Interesting concepts. Super interesting. interesting. Yeah. And And it's been talked about for hundreds of years. It has, yeah. And it was such a great, like, model for a jail because, you know, you essentially it was like a guardless jail. You might never need a guard. Work smarter, not harder. Mm. Exactly, every four days. But it's interesting too because, like, I remember when I was studying that concept, another version of it that we kind of spoke about in, like, modern days, like being on a bus where everyone's really, it's this big performative space where everyone's really quiet and everyone's super like conscious mm. of each other in public space yeah. until your phone goes off and you answer a call and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, hey, Johnny, what up? Oh, <laughs> oh fuck yeah. yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And it just yeah. breaks you out of that kind of imagined self-policing state. I, d- I, yeah. don't, I don't come out of that state if my phone rings. Like I'll either not oh. answer it or I'll speak so quietly yeah. it's inaudible. <laughs> and then I'll be like, are you on a bus or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm on a bus. No, yeah. I'm in a real bad a mood and your calls yeah. upset me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in a bad mood. I'm just on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad Japanese when I get into that. Like public spaces, I'm so respectful and like mm. really quiet. And I have a lot of, you know, a lot of a fear of shaking the uh, the area up. So mm. yeah, I'm with I've, you, I've, Jamie. I've, I've, I definitely feel that. Yeah. And I, I know my brother has it as well because- he can't stand being spoken to loudly by someone where like any more than one person can hear your Mm. conversation. Oh shit. Really? Yeah. He's like, it's just not like when it's within earshot of someone, you should respect the, he has mad respect for that barrier between the receiver of the story and anyone else. Mm. I am all about that. It's the opposite of like, I kind of am too. Oh, absolutely. And it's kind of like the opposite to what it seems like it is in America mm. where everyone's having like <laughs> the most public fucking conversations. Yeah. Big loud ones. <sighs> yeah. A yeah. couple of big loud ones, eh? It's one yeah. of my favourite things to do whenever I'm in the States is just stand yeah. there and listen to yeah. everyone <laughs> yeah. yelling at each other. I, I, I've been um, kind of dreaming about, I've been walking around the botanical gardens a lot in South Yarra and I've been kind of dreaming about I'm um, starting a book called um, something like a hundred things I heard around the tan. <laughs> so I would real, read the shit out of that book. Yeah, so, like so, it. so <laughs> right. Yeah. So you it's a real like, like coffee table, like kind of um, the dumbass name. It's a dumbass yeah. name. Yeah, Let's but I know it. where you're coming with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's either that or like a, a Sex in the City esque article in like the Herald every <laughs> Wednesday or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whispers in the tan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I miss Melbourne so much. What What are some yeah. other things, Jamie? I, dude, I just tried to look it up in my, in yeah, my you notes. Gotta have notes. Yeah. you got to have a tan, but, tan tails. Yeah, I, and, I do, and I do, but I can't remember where I've... Oh, th- okay, I found it. <laughs> okay, so the book's called Things I Heard Along the Tan, Your Words, <laughs> Not Mine. <laughs> By Jamie Timonis. <laughs> okay, ready? Yeah. I've written off three cars. Yeah. Uh, wo- woman with a dog to four children. Really? Yeah. She said it's a four children. Yeah, that's she awesome. said that's four children. <laughs> How old are the uh, kids? I've written off three cars. <laughs> they don't need to know that. They don't even know what that means. <laughs> kids are just little kids. That's oh, crazy. Awesome. Don't Maybe tell she's, just, she's like, I've got to tell someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. The, the next one was... Um, the door that you've unlocked is covered in keyholes. 
Oh, that's deep. And that was by a young male runner. I like that. The door that you've unlocked is covered in keyholes. That's yeah. I'm just imagining cookie. like I'm just imagining like a sick picture down at the tan by like a professional photographer of like a, someone going for a jog, and it's just that photo with that quote. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of abstract. As an inspirational thing. No, no. Yeah, exactly. But I have to, it, as it a faux inspirational thing. It to someone else, though, right? <laughs> no, not necessarily. Oh, okay. He was on his like AirPods or whatever. Oh, like true, he was true, a runner. True, true, yeah. True, true, true. That's Dave. That's profound. Yeah. Um, I heard one old lady say, um, oh, they can build a thing that's Airbnb'd. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> that makes no fucking sense. How yeah, lucky. So good. How lucky to be able to have the means to build a thing that can be Airbnb'd. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Imagine that. Like you're just going to build oh, a, God. Oh, I might just build a property out in, uh, out in uh, Gippsland, just, you know, a little thing that can be Airbnb'd from time to time. Belangolo. <laughs> yeah, just a bit of yeah, extra income, you know what I mean? Oh, I, I heard this um, old rich couple saying in Ithaca, they were actually Australian, but they were like, um, yeah, we've got properties in, uh, we've got one in Melbourne, one in Sydney, one up north in Maroochydore. Um, we actually haven't been to that one yet. Um, oh, oh, nice. Yeah, so it's not having been to their properties. Yeah, who cares? You don't need yeah. to see it. Like you oh, saw the pictures, right? Yeah, haven't been, yeah. We filmed at this house once and we're in the garage and it had like this Rolls Royce Phantom in there and I kind of walked in, I was taking a better look and the thing was just fucking covered in dust. Really? And that to me was like, I want to be dust rich, dust yeah. money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm aiming for. Give me that fucking dust money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to be fucking dust, dust rich, baby. Yeah. <laughs> dust rich off powder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow, I can't. What else you got, Jamie? Oh, sorry to cut you off then. Oh, there's just one more. You go, you go. go. All right, there's one more. It's, um, I mean, what kids are eating steak sandwiches these days? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Who's saying that? that? Yeah, who's the image? I I didn't write it down, unfortunately. I think it was probably like a mum of some description. That's awesome. Mm. I mean, what kids are eating steak sandwiches these days? (laughs) Yeah. Just, just have a little bucks, photo of still a- five bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>, that's right. <laughs> There's a throwback. Yeah. What was that? That was your twentieth episode. Yeah, that was early on. Yeah, you got to make this book, Jamie. I reckon it's like it's a viable business idea. Unfortunately, that's they're the only kind of business ideas that my brain produces. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Here we yeah. are on your podcast, but man. Very it's- risky. Uh, very risky business ideas. They don't promise a lot of return. Yeah, <laughs> but if you they can spend did, five years on this book and yeah, but if it did, can you imagine? Start? Oh yeah, being a coffee table book producer would be quite a great job and career, I think. Yeah, or super stressful. One of the two. Yeah, why would it be yeah. stressful? Because they don't sell. I think it would be that thing of like you know you spend five years making it. Yeah. I guess they have fifty <laughs> books on the run, but it's like yeah. fuck. I hope this one makes it, and there'd be such oh. a zeitgeist. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I reckon like I don't want to be like a one-off. I want to be a successful. I think being a successful coffee table be hard. producer would be good. You know, you just it'd know be it's good and hard. You, you know, yeah. Kind of thing. Until it doesn't. Until you're <laughs> off the hot streak. <laughs> Until you go uh, toilets in the um yeah. the northern suburbs of Melbourne. My my idea. Um, like, no, nah, I didn't take mate. We didn't, idea, we didn't want the toilet book. You guys. Give me the thumbs up or thumbs down on this and be, be honest, okay? Be real. Mine <laughs> was phone booths around the world. 
Okay. Uh, Just a thumbs up. Oh, it's going down for me. Yeah. Be honest, Neil. <laughs> I'm going to say no, but yeah. only because who the, like, there are none anymore, right? No, but Wouldn't that's buy. the thing. When you see a phone booth around the world, it's got this real tragedy to it. It's a lonely structure that doesn't get used anymore and it's a sign of the past, but it's still there. And they look different everywhere and they, oh, I see. they could tell a story in terms of what they know and what they've heard over time, but now they're oh, yeah. obsolete. And they Dude, you should write your artist like- I fucking um, reverse that. Yeah, yeah I'm reversing it. it. Thumbs yeah, up, nice. big dog. Now that you've pitched it. That's the you. first time that like reading the blurb of an artwork has actually helped my perception of yeah, it. Yeah, great. Yeah. Well, if you saw the artwork, maybe you'd get this imagery, you know. But if we oh, were like on it. Shark Tank right now, mm. you would have flipped us, man. Fully. Yeah. Um, we were flipped. ready to throw that shit out, but yeah. 50K for 50%. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's terrible business, but yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> hey, have you guys ever seen a show called The Prophet? Nah. It's really yeah, good. I'm just not going to go on about it, but it's on binge and it's uh, like an American reality show. It's kind of like um, Ramsey's kit. Uh, What's the one where he goes to hotels and uh, kitchen no, nightmares? Yeah, or something. kitchen night where he goes to a restaurant and like does it up. You know, he's yeah. like the expert that kind of. I thing. love that show. So there's this guy, and he he's the prophet, and um, it's he goes around the businesses and tries to help the businesses do better and recover. Nice. So they're not just hotels, but it's and restaurants are just like could be. Anything like, um, what do we got? A gym, for example. A gym or someone that makes uh, little house kits or like someone has be <laughs> like a restaurant. <laughs> house <laughs> kits? Yeah, like someone that makes like Fuck, uh, a prepackaged house, kit. house kits. He should no. do it, but just go to like <gasps> mosques and temples and really <laughs> try to like interior decorate them as the prophet. <laughs> no? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it can go around to all sorts of cults. And um, <laughs> anyway, that's a good show if anyone's into business. And I derailed your yeah, idea. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's kind of like Shark Tank meets, because he, he invests in them as well. So it's like Shark Tank meets Gordon Ramsay's whatever. Yeah, sick. Anyway, I like it. Check it out. It sounds about, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll check it out. Mm. <laughs> I'll download a whole series of that before I get on a flight to Singapore tomorrow. Yeah, you'll love it. You fly to Singapore? I am, Neil. That's yeah. going to be cool. Yeah. It's going to be great. Going to the F1. Uh, with Benny boy. With mm. Ben, yeah. Um, we should talk about the um, connection, Neil, that we have as well because we like, have known each other for so long. Mm. I was thinking about this as well and I can't – I was sitting there today and I was like, all right, cool, podcast, this will be fun. And I was like, how the fuck do I know Jamie? Because yeah, you have been there. how do we pinpoint it? I, I did a deep dive into my soul and I don't know the exact moment. I can, we can piece it together, but man, you've been there. Like I've got so many memories of you from like legit 15 years ago. Yeah. Mm. From now, like from back then to now, just like a sprinkling yeah. of, yeah. Did we meet through Jeff, Jeffrey Walker, who's it's been on this pod through. a few times? Yeah, yeah, definitely would have been through Jeff. But then Ben as well, man. Like I was working with Ben. I don't know if I met your brother Ben or you first. Right. Because it was also Burgess. Like Burgess came on and did some guesty stuff on Dance Academy, a TV show. Yes. That and I you were working on. on that. Yeah. And that's how I met Jeff. Yes. Mm. Okay. So I think it's, it's that. It's like maybe slightly post H2O, Dance Academy yeah. time. 
Jeff's working on a new show. Totally. All in Sydney. All in Sydney. It was Matt O'Kine and all that gang as well who you'd worked with. Like it was that whole kind of network. And then, yeah, we all just used to kind of kick it and party and we'd bump into each other. And I've got photos on my phone from a gig you guys did at the office from like 2012 or some shit. That's that's, a long time ago, isn't it? Early, early, early days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the office is where, where Will and I used to I, live and we used to rehearse there, yeah, for yeah. anyone listening. I reckon um, I, one of my – because I, I don't think I wasn't really around in those days in terms of the circle of friends, but um, soon after. And I remember we might have met before this, but one of my earliest memories of hanging out with you, Neil, was maybe at like one of our early shows, Sly Fox, maybe. Sly Fox, 100%. Yeah, oh, it was wow. so fucking loud and we were sitting yeah. there chatting away. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I remember that vividly. Fun, yeah, because yeah. we've talked about that show as a bit of a stinker. We have. That's yeah, like on one of, honestly, like out of all the hundreds of shows we've played, yeah. there's like two or three stinkers and that for us was one of them for some <laughs> oh, reason. Oh, no way. Yeah. Memorable yeah. night though. But why was it a stinker? Did you I feel like remember. it was a stinker, Neil? I can't. I feel like I might have even come to the show a bit late. Mm. Nice. Maybe that's um, why it was a stinker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't there. But I will say that gig I saw you guys at, at Adelaide, I fucking love that. Oh, that was yeah, a great that show. Oh, that was a cranker. Yeah. Oh, that was that a good was show. recent one. Yeah, that yeah, was kind of. That was fun. Ass. Just pre-COVID. That was good. You but were down there working when, on Mortal Kombat. I was. I was doing Mortal Kombat and I got mm. the whole kind of. The crew to come out. It was yeah, fun. That was, was mad. You like packed it out with Mortal Kombat cast and crew. <laughs> Mortal Kombatians. But I remember when you kind of hit the scene too, Todd. Mm, yeah. And your face popping around. I was like, who's yeah. that cool dude? He's yeah. just a cool guy. Likewise. Yeah. But there's and so why many is he funny... so tall? Yeah. yeah. Why is he Likewise. fucking? <laughs> I'm the tall one. <laughs> but I do remember, like, there's so many random stories. Like, I remember picking you up one day, Jamie, like, I don't know where from, but I offered you a lift home. And I don't know why you were either working at the cauliflower um, or you lived near there or something. Maybe I was driving you to work and you were telling me this story. This is early days about how either you found (laughs) or there was like a dead guy in the stairwell. Oh, yeah. 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 And you were telling me that story and that was deep. (laughs) Yeah. And the cauliflower is intricately connected to that story because- I was working at the Abbott's Hotel, but the and the Cauliflower Hotel was just down the road on Botany Road. And like one time, um, it was New Year's, and I bought drugs off off this guy at the Cauliflower. And then shortly after, he he wound up. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, shit. This is a different different dead guy. Actually, <laughs> there's two dead <laughs> oh, guys. Jesus Christ! Oh, this is another dead guy. Yeah, there's yeah. Well, you know the one I, the the one I found that, that Neil was referring to was yeah. the one I found in the stairs. Yes. Yeah. But it, sorry, the cauliflower threw me because I was like, I also bought drugs off a guy there once. Who died from who? Who who was murdered? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like shortly oh. after, and he was a regular at the pub that I was working at, so it was really weird. Oh, that's Whoa. terrible. That's two weird. dead guys, one pub. Yeah. Well, why would you premise for a series? Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and like they're both like interconnected somehow, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good series. That's Friday. You should, after you write your book about the, the tan. Yeah. This yeah. is the script we're working on, Jay. Neil, do you have a, um, do you own Final Draft? I do, yeah. That's sick. Did you buy it or crack it? <laughs> <clears throat> I had a crack version for so long and then I like yeah. upgraded 
you know, OS or whatever, and then I couldn't use it anymore. I had so many programs because they're yeah. so expensive. Mm, yeah. People in the arts don't get paid. Yeah. yeah. But then I, I got the real version. Yeah, nice. Nice Which is one. great. It's worth it. If you're going to do it, do it. Do yeah, it right. I, think, I think I'm going to crack it soon just because. Um, I might have a little cereal. Mm. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> right, see. Cool. Um, this, <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Final Drive. Oh, great. Yeah. Great product. Great <laughs> yeah. people. Great. Do you remember results. too? Pay when you can. Pay when you can. <laughs> Final Drive. If you want. Pay if you can. When you can. You remember as yeah. well, Jamie, another memory, but when you come, uh, this is the Paradise Lost Days. Oh, yeah. Yes. The oh, festival. God. No. No. Oh. The film, the movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it was going to be this massive film that you got. You were cast oh, in I it. I remember this. Yeah. 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 And Just so cool. Oh. I got told I was um, mm. in a film with Casey Affleck and uh, this other. Oh, and. Paul, and, uh, Paul Rice. Uh, what's his name? Uh, massive actor. Yeah, massive actor. The handsome, handsome. The guy from The Hangover. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, someone. Born, <laughs> oh my god! And he's the raccoon in Guardians. <laughs> more importantly, yeah. Zach Galifianakis is the only one I know from The Hangover. It's Paul, what? someone, right? Ed, Ed Helms. Not Paul. Why can we not remember his name? He's massive. Oh, hang on a sec. I'm going to have to Google this. This is Paul. annoying, isn't it? Uh, I'm French. The Hangover. Let's go. Cast. Give me the cast credits. <laughs> Give me the cast, Lord. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Bradley, uh, Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Bradley no Cooper and Casey Affleck. Being cast in a film with Bradley Cooper and Casey Affleck. Most like exciting day of my life. Mm. Yeah. I, and I, I remember I was- with you. I remember at the clock. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> After you got yeah, it. I left work early. Yeah, I fucking literally walked out of my work. Mm. They, they called on like a Thursday and they were like, um, okay, good news. You got the job. You're going to LA on Monday um, for like a week so they can do the body scans the and stuff. For the, yeah. And I was like, all right, mad. And I went and spoke to my boss. I was like, I just got cast in the movie. I have to leave. <laughs> at least you weren't like, <laughs> fuck you. Suck yeah. my dick. Yeah. What was your memory of that whole time? Oh, it was just so exciting. It was like one of the most exciting fucking calls. Like I was beating my head against a wall working in that um, call center. Yeah. Selling wine. It was just brutal. Oh, man. My heart broke for a lot of people when that fell. So context, like a week before we were going to start shooting, they pulled the pin on it. But it was this massive, you know, like hundreds of million dollar film. But I was working on it in production and I remember you coming in for like auditions and um, I'd sit there and I'd listen to like what the director wanted and I'd overhear all these conversations about, you know, casting choices and stuff. And then when you would come in, I don't know if you remember this, but like you'd come to my desk, I'd walk you through to like where they do the actual auditions or the tapings mm. and it was this labyrinth of tunnels <laughs> and I would walk you through and I'd be like, all right, dude, this is what they want. And I'd drip feed you like all the knowledge <laughs> yeah. that I could. So Jamie, here's how you have to play it. Yeah. That's sick. Uh, totally. And then you got it and I was so pumped for you. Yeah, that's like some rare insider fucking, like that's the shit you want. That's the drip you want. <laughs> yeah, it's that's not often, often you get that, I'm sure. Nah. And no then way. your face was up on the wall and everything with the casting. Yeah, man, that sucked. Mm. That yeah, that sucked. Yeah, it was brutal. Mm. I think I was like uh, 
disturbed about it for about four hours after it happened. And then oh, there's been a dull ache ever since. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't always, doesn't quite go away. <laughs> I've realized all the memories I'm bringing up are quite traumatic and maybe I should shut up. <laughs> Dude, not at the all. Ones. They're the good ones. Yeah. They're, the, they're the ones with the lessons installed. Do you remember that time you were walking your dog and it got hit by the car and I was there and the dog just exploded into a million pieces? <laughs> oh, my God. I was like... You and almost supplanted that memory into my head. It was head. on the ground <laughs> and then it just turned its head just up enough to say goodbye said, before I it. I love you, Jamie. <laughs> but just before it said Jamie, the car reversed and it was like. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like a, just an explosion. Like a- <laughs> oh, I have this traumatic memory of seeing a dog get hit by a car once and the lady oh, no. that, whose dog it was. Trigger was warning for anyone. Trigger, sorry. Um, and was so upset and she was just screaming at the person that did it. Yeah, as you so, would. As you would be. But the person was trying to help. She was like, you've done enough. So bad. <laughs> oh, you've done enough. Yeah, you've done, like, to slave. Oh, really what would you do? I love oh. dogs. I would, yeah, I don't That's know. Sad. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on. Moving <laughs> I love on dogs. If anyone listening has ever heard a dog, send us your, your address and I'll come around and bash you to death. <laughs> 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 Oh, God. No one do it. Just send in your address. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're going to get some fucking weirdos hit you up. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I saw your um, announcement as well. New album. I'm very pumped. Oh, yeah. Oh, sick, man. Thanks. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be, it has been fun. It's going to be even more fun. Cannot wait. Same. Are you going to tour? Are you going to do all the things? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Going to yeah. tour early next year. Um, it's quite extensively. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. Like you think about it, we've been in this band for a long time, and it's only the third album, so you don't get to do it too often. So it's pretty yeah. special. But every what? album you drop gets better than the last. Yeah. Yes. Well, you would definitely. Yeah, that's what you try aim for. <laughs> so I'm. Yeah, it'd be hard if. if well, I mean, there's pink. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, yeah, no. yeah. Exactly. Um, Neil, what's what's next for you, big dog? Who knows, man. I've got. What are you um, working on? I'm doing at the moment. I'm on Furiosa, which is the new Mad Max film. Oh, I'm cool! Doing a little bit of that. Uh, I got a little bit happening next year. A bit more directing nice. work. Nice, uh, early days, can't say, but yeah, just a few little projects. Hopefully, Heartbreak I get season two. I absolutely love it if it does. Mm. It's got to. It it's like to. the most. Um, it's like hitting some Was it number uh, one. What like, did it get? Yeah, it's, it's number, number one a bit, one. isn't it? Yeah, number one in Australia, yeah. top on six Netflix. as of today on Netflix and top six around the world. So we cracked. Oh my God. I oh know. That's it's crazy. so cool. It's really, really cool. So you'd have to absolutely think there's going to be a season two, really. Look, I'd be surprised if not, but uh, yeah, hopefully it happens. Hopefully they mm. have me back. Yep. And, yep. Uh, yeah. Awesome. You guys will be there. I'm going to get so many of your songs on it if yeah. if you'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll play yeah. um, the band in episode yeah. three. Yes. Yeah, when they're at the uh, underage drinking at the local bar or something. Yes. Like the Fox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll play the old crappy band. Yeah, and we'll go back to the nipple tape era, mm. especially yeah, for it. Yeah, fuck so yeah. Just nipple tape. That's a good cameo. Well, that might that would you know, be awesome. Might help the show go viral if we do that. It's been a while yeah. since we've nipple taped. So yeah. Yeah, should we do a crossover rep? You guys should do like another mockumentary. Oh yeah. That, we could I film would watch it. that. 
So yes. we, we're f- the, our mockumentary band is got a gig in Heartbreak, in Heartbreak High. High playing, and the you band. see us filming it. <laughs> That's so good. And you're hitting on all like the uh, the high school kids and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Oh my wouldn't, god, wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it writes itself on yeah. final draft. Yes, yes, cracked and not a cracked version yeah. if you can avoid it. No, pelvis definitely gets the cracked version. Yeah, I um, don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> that would be so sick. To, uh, I love shows that have those like crossover mm. elements or like shout outs to other shows and stuff. I think that's so special. But that only a like handful of people would get. Mm. Yeah. True Easter eggs. Not to say you've only got a handful of fans, but like, you know. Well, I was wondering what you night. meant by that, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just that like absolute degenerate losers mm. would get. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> fucking losers. Um, no, not at all. But, you know, it would be like. Those in the know would, would get it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But you got a big audience. I know what you mean. A small percentage of your audience will get it. That's not to say we don't have a big audience. It's just to say that yours is massive. <laughs> well, well played. As a diplomatic, diplomatic play of it. Neil, where are you living in? Are you in Sydney at the moment? I'm, I'm in Sydney. I'm in Centennial Park. Fuck oh. yeah, dog. I'll give Shout you my out. address, but you know. Mm. Oh, way. yeah. That looks lovely, mate. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. So that's the park oh, Centennial there. Park. God bless oh, it. Fucking nice. Um, it is lovely. And I've got to say, during COVID and everything, it was such a game changer to be able to just go out and pat a few puppies and mm. walk the park. Mm. Yeah, seriously. But, so, um, yeah, I definitely do miss Melbourne because I was there for a while. I know we used yeah. to all bump into each other. but We used to threaten to go and eat some chicken together, I remember. Yeah, man. We never did. We never did we? went and ate that chicken. Come to Sydney. Oh. There's chicken here. Yeah, you guys. There was a good. A there was a good day. chicken that Neil was recommending on. Oh, um, shout out Chapel to Street. Bell's Hot oh, yeah, chicken. Bell's chicken. Yeah, we know. Yeah. You can get that in Sydney now. You can. I've never been man. to Bell's Hot Chicken. Oh, really? Got to. Still never. Go yeah. to the OG one in um Fitzroy. Yeah, Fitzroy, Brunswick Road, Fitzroy. It's okay. on uh, Gertrude. Nah, Gertrude. Yeah. We used I'm, to go there the- every weekend, man. It was crazy. I'm mm. moving north side. Um, in a in a month is that happening? It's happening, I think. I think that's amazing. We're like ninety five percent sure it's happening. Love that. Were you yeah. always south? I feel like uh, most of the time. I lived in Thornbury for a while, but yeah, majority of the time being south. And you had that sick place in um. We, I never went, but I used to hear about the the pool house. Mm. Yeah, it was like a little band refuge. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I was just living out the back of like some dude's house, and um, he was a nice guy, Ronald. Mm. And uh, he just had this like pool house out the back and rented it to me for cash. And it was fucking mad. Like you opened up up the doors and the pool was right there. It was truly a pool house. And it had like a basketball court and shit. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it had a but like, yeah, yeah, some like um, AstroTurf with a basketball hoop and shit. Yeah, it was mad. How good is that? uh, Yeah, it was so fun. And uh, I set up a little studio in there and had a couch and a sick TV. And it was just my little hog stand for a while. really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Didn't Benny live like down the road or something too? He yeah, was close. Ben wasn't too far down the road, yeah. Mm. I've got to say, I've got to thank, I was thinking about this as well, but Ben in a lot of ways helped my career massively because he was Jeffrey Walker's assistant. Yeah. Mm. And then when he made the jump and kind of focused more on like on-set photography and on-set stills, I think he threw my name in the mix to be mm. Jeff's dude. 
And then I was Jeff's assistant, you know, for 10 odd years or whatever. And then that obviously yeah. opened a lot of doors. So yeah, Fuck man, yeah, our lives are cool. intertwined. That's so cool. That's awesome. Shout outs to Rangi. Shout outs, yeah. Rangi. Shout outs, Jeff. To yeah. Rangi. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Jeffrey Walker. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think we've actually sort of, we didn't touch on that, but yeah. So because people who listen to the pod would know who Jeff is because we've had him on a few times. So there's a connection there as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. It's like the linchpin in the, the middle there. He's yeah. in Sydney too. You guys should come up. Yeah. <sighs> True. Uh, he, he, he was living in Melbourne for a bit and I tried to catch up with him about 18 times and mm. was successful one or two. <laughs> he was saying it was, yeah, with work and everything, it was just yeah. impossible. Yeah. He did he come was, to a show though. He was busy. He, came, he cool. did. He came to a show that was awesome. And um, I worked with him for a few days on the clearing as well, which was cool, but less of a hang and more of a... Work zone. Mm-hmm. Um, Congrats on um on clickbait as well. That was awesome. Oh, thanks, man. That's really well done. Yeah, it was good. That's, yeah, that was a real fun job. Loved it. How did, how did the clearing go? Clearing was good. We talked. We talked yeah, about it on yeah, pod. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Greece. Yeah, yeah. Those those of you who have listened for the last few weeks, you'll know. Oh no, sorry guys. <laughs> Dude, I got to give a quick shout out to Acopia who were on the Heartbreak High soundtrack. Absolutely. Because it, it's so sick. The soundtrack is mad. Oh, yeah. You've got some great artists. To begin with. Yeah. The whole thing Kate. is like, yeah, shout outs to Kate. And, um, and also like Teether and Kuya Neal and shit. So good. Mm. Musically and, it was, yeah. Sorry, yeah. go on, Jamie. No, you go on. You go on. You go on. <laughs> um, musically it was a lot of fun. Like uh, Gemma Burns, who was our music supervisor, helped a lot. Shout she was outs. really cool. Shout outs. Big shout outs. But um. You know, you just have a chat with her and be like, this is the vibe. And she'd come up with a whole list of artists. And then we obviously had our own kind of artists in the back pocket that we'd kind of get into the edits. And then if you're lucky, you'd be able to afford it. You'd get it across the lines. But it was so much fun. And if you watch the show, there's a lot of music in it as well. So it was mm. so much fun to like yeah. get artists on, on board. and Quite a big like um, task really because you want to like, mm. I don't know, for a show of that nature you want to get the music right don't you Definitely. and it's like i think getting it right is like going local like artists who are sick like that's totally. the, imagine if you just used all u.s songs on that or something it'd be so annoying exactly especially being like an iconic aussie show yeah it would be such <laughs> a disservice but um yeah like you go through the apps there's so many great new artists um because it you know we treated the way i like to treat music is you know, the songs are basically score and they're there to help the emotion and everything, mm. but they're their own character. And like you said, you know, you get the right soundtrack or the right music on and it just elevates everything so much. It does. Well, they, they, they massively like build the aesthetic of a show as well, right? Definitely. The personality. Like the, and Yeah. There's so many like uh, cultural links by doing that and, and sort of associations that you then build on from. Yeah. Um, so it's real important thing to get right. It absolutely is. And I feel like we got it right. I know mm. that like I wanted to try and pay a lot of homage to the 90s by trying to get a few 90s tracks in there or just songs that sounded of that ilk. But yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Fucking mad. Um, cool. Well, that, that might be the end of the podcast, Neil. It's, yeah. It's been an absolute pleasure having you, dude. It's Thanks for been coming an on. absolute pleasure. That was a last minute shout out too, so I'm glad you could make it. Anytime. I've been trying for a while. 
Absolutely. Um, no, thank you. I uh, I love you both dearly, and I'm so mm. I'm so impressed and proud to because seeing your journey in the band and everything, it's it's awesome. And I genuinely Thanks, love man. everything you guys do. And and shout out to the rest of the boys. Thanks yeah, a lot, man. Neil. Uh, right back at you, dude. Yeah, yeah. keep doing it, your it was, thing. I was. It's normally me that books the guests, but Todd spoke to you today and I was just so pleased it sounded, mm. sounded like the perfect episode ah mm. oh, thanks guys yeah you're on your man um, alright well we'll catch you next time and see you around uh, for real sometime soon absolutely love see you man. see you somewhere in that panopticon uh, or you might not but I might be there who knows oh shit <laughs> alright bye all right. see ya